Hello and welcome to prayer in the evening for today, Sunday the 14th of June. Be swift, O God, to save us. Come quickly, Lord, to help us. There is one body and one spirit, just as there is one hope held out in God's call to you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. And so we confess our sins to God. Most merciful God, we confess to you before the whole company of heaven that we have sinned in thought and word and deed and in what we have failed to do. Forgive us our sins, heal us by your Spirit and raise us to new life in Christ. Amen. So friends, hear the good news and take that to heart, that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Thanks be to God. Cry out to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with songs of joy. Be assured that the Lord is God. He has made us for himself, we are his own, his people, the sheep who feed on his pasture. Come into his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Truly the Lord is good. His love endures for ever and from age to age he is faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. And now a prayer for the evening. O God, in whom there is no darkness, with whom the night is as the day, enlighten us by your presence, that waking or sleeping, we may dwell in your peace. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And our psalm for this evening is Psalm 43. Give judgment for me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. Deliver me from the deceitful and the wicked. For you are the God of my refuge. Why have you cast me from you? And why go I so heavily while the enemy oppresses me? O send out your light and your truth that they may lead me, and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling that I may go to the altar of God, to the God of my joy and gladness. And on the lyre I will give thanks to you, O God, my God. Why are you so full of heaviness, O my soul? And why are you so disquieted within me? O put your trust in God, for I will yet give him thanks, who is the help of my countenance and my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. And our other reading is from the Gospel according to St Luke, Luke chapter 11, verses 14 through to 28. Now Jesus was casting out a demon that was mute, when the demon had gone out, the one who had been mute spoke, and the crowds were amazed. But some of them said, He casts out demons by Beelzebul, the ruler of demons. 
Others, to test him, kept demanding from him a sign from heaven. But he knew what they were thinking and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself becomes a desert, and house falls on house. If Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebul. Now, if I cast out the demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your exorcists cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But, it, but it, if it is by the finger of God that I cast out the demons, then the kingdom of God has come to you. When a strong man fully arms, guards his castle, his property is safe. But when one stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, he takes away his armour in which he trusted and divides his plunder. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it wanders through waterless regions, looking for a resting place, but not finding any. It says, I'll return to my house from which I came. When it comes, it finds it swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and live there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. While he was saying this, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you, and the breast that nursed you. But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. May God add his blessings to those words, and may they, words on a page, point us to Christ, who is the living word of God. Amen. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour who has looked with favour on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. God has mercy on those who fear him from generation to generation. The Lord has shown strength with his arm and scattered the proud in their conceit, casting down the mighty from their thrones and lifting up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel, to remember the promise of mercy, the promise made to our forebears, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. So we come now to our prayers of intercession, prayers that we offer for the world in which we live, for the people that are a part of it and for the church to which God calls us. So let us pray. Christ through whom all things were made sustain all creation. Christ, exalted in the lowest and the least, give us humility. Christ, present in the poor and the oppressed, fill us with compassion. Christ, forsaken in the hungry and the homeless, minister to them through our hands. Christ, present where two or three are gathered, be known among us. Christ, present in word, 
sacrament and sign grant us your peace. So we pray for the world in which we live, loving God. You call us to proclaim that the kingdom of God is near. And yet as we gaze on, your hurt, on the hurt and brokenness of your world, it appears like that kingdom is far away. So we remember nations and communities torn apart by violence. For the victims of intolerance and hatred. For the leaders of nations and those with economic power. That they might be as Christ was. One who came not to be served but to serve. We pray for your creation. Asking for forgiveness for the ways in which our lifestyles encourage and contribute to the brokenness of our world. We pray for those who are affected by climate change, not just as some far-off theoretical activity but in their current lives now for those for whom climate change has meant that harvests are no longer yielding the crops that people need to eat. For the Pacific Islanders who are watching sea rise, fearing that their land will be taken away. And loving God, we pray for the people of the world. For the victims of oppression and violence. For those who are persecuted because of faith, gender, gender identity, race, ethnicity, sexuality. Remember that Christ called us to those on the margins of our world and we ask forgiveness. But so often we're more content to stay in the cosiness of the bubbles of comfort that our churches and chapels appear to be. We pray for our nation, for our own communities, for those who are hurting, for those who need healing, whether in body, mind or spirit. For those who have been affected by COVID-19 in many different ways. And we pray for those who mourn. Whether that grief be recent or whether that grief be as a result of a loss that happened a long time ago. And loving God, we pray for your church. You call us to be your hands and feet in the world and yet so often we prefer to go our own way. Forgive us that we place greater importance 
on our internal activities as congregations than, as our, than on our outreach to the world, our participation in your mission. We pray for places where the church is persecuted. But we also remember with sadness those who face persecution by those who claim to profess your name. And in our Methodist cycle of prayer, we pray for Christians in North and Central America. Praying for the United Church of Canada. For the Methodist Church in Guatemala. Mexico, Nicaragua, El Salvador and the United Methodist Church in the US. And closer to home we pray for the East Anglia District of the Methodist Church of Great Britain and for its chair Julian Pursehouse. We pray for that district for the developing vision of the district's objectives in accordance with our calling. And for the circuits as they continue to re reconfigure themselves for growth and mission. And we pray for our own churches, our own places of worship, that we might truly be Christ, the light of Christ in our world. And we'll have a period of quiet of about 30 seconds during which I encourage you to bring those prayers and those concerns which particularly lay heavily upon you today. And you bring them out loud or in silence for God hears both. And finally, we pray for ourselves. Energising, life-giving, playful God, whose spirit teases out of creation things old and new. Be creative in and through us. Be creative beyond us, so that what you hope and will for the world may come into being justly, abundantly and joyously. Help us to face honestly and boldly all the flaws and frailties that flow from the freedom you have given us. Open us up with the whole of creation to the future that is yours alone to give. Involve us not to create your kingdom, but to welcome its arrival in our actions and words. And we bring all our prayers in the name of Jesus Christ who proclaims and embodies the kingdom we seek. Amen. And now as our Saviour taught his disciples we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that, by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord our God, at the ending of this day and in the darkness and silence of this night, cover us with healing and forgiveness that we may take our rest in peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And the blessing of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with you, be with those that you love and with those that you find difficult to love this day and always. Amen. We will lie down in peace and take our rest. For you alone, Lord, make us dwell in safety. And may the souls of the faithful for the mercy of God rest in peace and rise in glory. Amen. So go in peace and God's blessings be with you.